Welcome to the podcast. Respect the game. I'm Ali. Hood Star 365 TV. And this podcast is brought to you by Anchor Podcast. Uh, today's topic is what's in the news, right? Hip hop news. Takashi 69 takes the stand and testifies against all his homies. What's your thoughts? My thing is this, right? First, first I want to say this. If you haven't been down that road or had to, was in that chair where that decision had to be made, then you shouldn't be talking about it. You should have no type of opinion regarding that topic at all, man. You know what I'm saying? What's good, bro? I'm sitting here I'm sitting here recording the podcast. This is episode number 8. And tonight's topic is 6-9. He actually went and took the stand and testified against all his homies or whoever he's testifying against. But I want to I want to make a quick point. If you haven't been through that, if you haven't been down that road, if you haven't experienced it, if you've never been in that situation, then you shouldn't be commenting on it. You shouldn't be having talking about it on the podcast, giving your opinions or what somebody should do or none of that shit. Cause that's the problem. That's the motherfucking problem right there. There's just no code in the streets anymore. Everybody, everybody just says it because it sounds cool. Or nobody respects it. See, I, I, we was raised different. We was raised different, you know? I know I was taught at a very young age. Very young age. We got this side, and we got that side. You on this side, stay on this side. You can't play both sides of the fence. And then when you come off the porch, I'm talking to the young men and young women, because there's women in gangs too, or drug dealers, or whatever the case may be. Right? You gotta know what you're walking into, bro. Like you're not fucking deaf, dumb, and blind. If you know that's the, that's what you choose to do. If that's what you choose to ever do, when you want to live that lifestyle, then you have to know that either you're gonna you're gonna hurt somebody, or somebody's gonna hurt you, or you're gonna get locked up, or you probably get locked up for hurting somebody. You know what I'm saying? So like me, I'm feeling some type of way because I didn't know it was cool to be to be a snitch. Or how they say now, today they say it's not snitching, it's telling. So that's a difference. You know, there's snitching and then there's telling. There's snitching and then there's telling. That's the 2019 version. Right, right. Hey, call my lie. Let's talk about it. This is what I'm talking about, bro. Like the shit, the shit don't add up, bro. The shit don't add up. Like me, when I got, I don't, even, I don't like to talk about when I got locked up, but when I did get locked up, when I went before them people, and my first offer was a twenty with a twelve. You know, in the state of New Jersey, if you get, uh, if you have two felonies, 
Then they hit you with the Brimage Law. That's this law title, the Brimage Law. All right. Let me get you on my line. Yeah, so what's good, bro? Nothing, man. Just sitting here, just got in the house, man, and seeing all this nonsense on the news and on the blogs and everything like that. You know, you got people talking about the shit, right? That you can see pussy, you can see pussy on their face when they talking, like all these bloggers and celebrities. Everybody got a fucking opinion, but ain't nobody ever been down that fucking road. You know what I'm saying? So that's why the kids. Are, yeah, that's that's why the kids are so confused, man. They they thinking that like we were, like I know me when I was raised, you know what I'm saying. There was codes, and my parent my parents taught me that my uncles and my cousins like yo, if you choose this side, then you got these are the codes. If you get caught, shut up, and then you just deal with whatever comes with it. But if you want to go on this side, you could be a firefighter. Yeah, you be a firefighter, a police officer. If you choose that life, we still gonna love you. You know what I mean? But you can't flip flop. Like now, I want to see when that kid actually gets out. Go watch it. What is he gonna do? What is he gonna? Yeah, you know what, it is. what is he gonna rap about? What is he gonna rap about? Yo, they talking about the streets change, man. They saying nowadays that the G code ain't the G code no more. That G code your parents taught you when you was a kid. That G code I grew up on. They don't honor that no more. Yeah, well, look, that's what I'm saying. When I when I went through the process, right? Like I said, my first offers was was a twenty with a ten, right? I was like, you fucking crazy. And then my second offers was twelve with a six. Then that was it. You don't get no more offers after that. So I was like, nah, fuck that. Then. Oh shit. Yeah, in New Jersey they got brimage law. It's called brimage. If you get over two felonies, well, they just did that because I didn't cooperate. You know what I'm saying? I didn't cooperate. Yeah. So because I didn't cooperate, like when they when they locked me up that day, it's in my paperwork. So if anybody wanted a G check me or I'll show you my paperwork, right? And when they they, they fucked me up and had me locked, you know. That nigga six nine don't, don't want to show no paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole yo listen. Yo. Listen, I've been doing my homework. I've been doing my homework and there's a lot of people that's talking this tough Tony shit on the internet. And they all on paperwork, bro. Yo, for real. Another thing I just wanted to speak on is like, um, as far as the internet, there's all kind of these these internet thugs. What they doing is they learning the knowledge of the G's online. On the internet. So, like in the street before you had the internet, if you knew any kind of gangster knowledge to the gangs, their Bibles, and, and their knowledge, you had to know somebody that was in the gang because that shit don't leave the gang type shit. Right. But when the internet opened up, these motherfuckers actually know gangster, real gangster shit because they can read about it now. And they watch it on YouTube. But, like, I've, I've just seen it. was speaking on 6 9 and he said, I would never talk to this kid again. We're going to see, because listen, there's going to be millions and millions of dollars on the table. There's going to be millions on the table when he gets out. 
And Tory Lanez already said he gonna uh he gonna work with him. Wow. You can see it today. He said it today. See, see it all. I feel like there was a big shift in the rap game when they started letting CEOs and cops become rappers. Well, let, let, let me finish. I ain't trying to say no names. I know. But I think everybody already know who the big CEO. No, <laughs> no, but that's what happened to me when I when I came home, right? Well, look, but going real quick. So they offered me the twelve with a six. I said no. Fuck that. We're going to try. But when I'm at the court, they said, all right. Well, look, here's a ten with a four. Here's a ten with a four. You know what I mean? Take that. Or leave it. If you lose trial, you're gonna get 60 years. I said, "Fuck it, we're going, we're going to trial." Yeah. And I had a drug charge. It was a first degree drug charge. You know what I mean? But because I didn't cooperate, so when they when they when they put that that yellow pad pen in, in front of me and said, "You're gonna lose everything. You're gonna lose your family. Your your girl's pregnant. You're gonna lose this and that, right?" And motherfucking, um, you know what I did? No matter what they say, when they slid the paper, when, no. they, when they slid that pad to with the pen, you know what I wrote on there? I show you, it's in my paper. It's in my paper. Yeah. I, I said, "Suck my dick." Yes. And they yes. fucked me up. Yo, there's one black cop. He was the only black cop in there. He was the one doing all the swinging, punching me all in my motherfucking face. Pussy ass nigga, right? Yo, it be the black cops too. I just want to say that too. It be, be the up. black cop. That be trying to show off for the white cops. Yeah. And they'll fuck you up, yo. And that same shit happened to me with two black cops. And yo, there was about fucking 15 of them in the cars that pulled up. But the two black cops was the ones fucking me up. I was like, yo, this is so crazy. Look at all these white motherfuckers. <laughs> and y'all gonna fuck me up in front of them? Yo, yeah. <laughs> this shit was racked. So that's how they feel as though they earn their trust. They earn their trust. Yeah, they earn their trust. Yeah. Look, Oh, you, you did up your own, now you're in. But look, <laughs> yeah. so when I came home, right? So then everybody's all excited, like, oh, this nigga really went and did his bid. Niggas coming at me, throwing money at me, whatever, whatever, right? So I, I try to get me back in the game. Right? Sharp, all right. right? So my right-hand man that I was rocking with, you know, before then, and, you know, and then when I got the news that he was on paperwork, bro. Wow. We can't be people's no Oh, more. that was your man? Yeah, we can't be we can't be friends no more, bro. Like, yeah, nah, we can't nah. talk no more. Like I did ten years, bro, for not telling. You gonna come home and, and, and fuck with somebody that's on paperwork, bro? Nah, man. I want to see what's gonna happen when six nine come home. Who is gonna who's gonna fucking sell out or whatever and do music with him? That's what I want to see. They saying it's just business. But it's not personal. It's business. So we're going to see, bro. That's, that's, you know, just like today and today's time is just different, man. Y'all just different, man. Like, y'all just, I don't know, bro. Something ain't right, bro. Y'all motherfuckers is different. Fuck that. I could never do no shit like that and live like that. You know what I'm saying? Gotta Always got to keep your head on a swivel. You know, wherever you go, you got to look around you, go to the mall with your kids, or whatever you do. You know, you out, go out to the club. I don't know, I don't know, but just going out in general, in the public. You always got to be looking around, a car pull up on you, you don't know what's going to happen. So he probably going, his best bet is just to move to Slovakia. There's a whole lot of gangsters over there, too. 
whole lot of gangsters. Oh, he probably moved to motherfucking Russia. I don't know, bro. Oh, he could move to China, Japan. Whole lot of money out there. Whole lot of people out there, but they got gangs out there too. I don't know, bro. I just it sparked up that so many families were destroyed over the nonsense because you're in the music business, right? And you're in the door already. So why do all that? For what? I never understood how that came upon into the music scene anyway. Music's supposed to be entertainment, like entertain me and let me forget, let me forget for the little time period that I'm listening to music of my reality. What my reality is. You know what I'm saying? When they implemented this, I don't know, them dudes was fucking scared or, you know, they don't want to go to different cities or different hoods by themselves. You know, they, re they, they respect you more when you do that, when you move like that, when you ain't moving all fucking scary. You know what I'm saying? Well, this kid is crazy, man. He really did that. I can't believe that shit, bro. I know he felt some type of way that they fucking kidnapped him or whatever. Robbed him and fucked him up or whatever and fucked the baby mom. But you still got to be true to self, bro. Damn, they offer you life all suspended. Wow. Yeah. They, 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 oh, they, that's what they say. They offer you life suspended sentence, but if you mess up, you get even a fucking jaywalk. If you jaywalk, nigga, they pull you back in. My man, he got life, he got life parole. So every time he fuck up, they violate him. They take him in. They hold him for a year. Then he goes back in front of the parole board. And then they either release him or they give him another two years. They do two years. Then they spit him back out like that all the way through. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why, man. You just got to stay out the way, bro. Just stay out the way, bro. Just do you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do it. Like, my mom always taught me to be a leader, bro. Be a leader, not a follower. Lead the people. That's why I lead, like, the way I am now. Like, I know how to organize motherfuckers and, like, we going this way. Oh, you don't want to go? All right, go that way. But we, we going this way. Even when I was in prison, they used to always come at me like, yo, big buzz. Shut up, all right? It's popping. Yo, big eye. Let's crack it. You know, the, the canes, you know, or the nietas. I used to be like, yo, listen, bro. Ain't no disrespect, nothing like that, but I'm good. I'm good right here, bro. Over here on this side by myself. You know? All I want to do is wake up in the morning, pray, go eat, go work out, go to the library, come back, go play ball, eat, pray. And then go to sleep and day after day till that shit, that nightmare was over, bro. I ain't never had to go join nobody's gang. Even when I was a kid, I remember when I was a kid living in Newark. And we were living at uh, 611 High Street at the uh, Hill Manors. That building was still there. And uh, we used to go outside in the back and shit. Where, you know, in the back, we had a fence that went around our parking lot. You know, but the hood was right there, the projects, right there. And those kids used to come and play, fight and all that shit, right? And they said same thing. They always try to get me to join in the gang. But then when I when I was middle school, then I got a click and everybody was following behind me. And I was doing, but all, all I was doing was just playing sports like baseball, stick ball, climbing fences and jumping off the fences. Cause the fences used to be like three tiers. And it was high, bro. We used to climb all the way up. Who can climb the highest and jump off? 
Damn, thank God I never broke a leg or anything, right? None of us ever did. We were jumping fucking high. I never joined a gang, bro. That's why every time I meet some young kids or some young, you know, teenagers or young men that involved in that lifestyle, I'm telling them, I'm like, yo, all right. You sure that's what you want to do? Because I'm going to tell you right now. When you do what it is, what you're going to do, and they catch you, and they send you to prison, that shit ain't nothing sweet, bro. All that tough Tony shit you got going on on the street because you got a gun in your hand, right? Everybody know you because you're a shooter. Oh, no, oh, he a shooter. Oh, oh, oh. When you go to prison, that shit don't matter at all, bro. I seen the toughest, the, the biggest, the strongest, the loud mouth, the loudest. Yeah. Broke them niggas right down. I'm about to be crying. When lights was out, lights out, 1130, 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning, you hear all that sniffling and crying in them fucking cells. People crying, bro. You know? They wishing they was home. You listen to the radio. Like me, I used to, I used to listen to the radio and I used to listen to um, Pala 9. The late night. Dang, what was that DJ name? It was a female DJ. And she used to talk real nasty all the time on the radio. Like she was always like, insinuating sex. And people used to call up and talk about sex. I forgot her name. Dang. You know what I mean? But anyway. Yeah, so the topic today is, you know, the Takashi 6ix9ine situation. Shit crazy, man. I just watched somebody. I just watched somebody on, their, on IG who was rocking with him and rolling with him the whole time. And now that he in that situation, he want to talk about him. Like, nigga, he shed light on you. You know what I'm saying? What's good, bro? Jack called my what? My bad. Jack called my bad. What that mean? What's good, DJ Hollywood? What it is? Appreciate you coming through. All right. Well, I just want to talk. I just want to talk on that briefly, man. But you know, with that, with that kid, what he did, man. He ruined a lot of lives doing that shit. But the only thing I ain't rocking with is his baby mom, man. His baby mom is a, she foul, bro. If any of my baby moms do some shit like that to me, I swear for God, bro, I'll, be, I'll go to fucking prison. Or they would have given me life while I was in there because I'd have had somebody go over there and do something to her ASAP. If I, if I was on the street, she'd have been done. Oh, your phone died? It's cool. You want to come back on live? Come on. You know what I'm saying? I should be retarded, bro. But that's the way it is down there. Like, I just watched a podcast that was on last week. That was on last week with people that are uh, that are known, and they were talking about that on the podcast, bro. And it's like, nah, it ain't snitching. It's telling. It ain't snitching, it's telling. What? Yo, bro. You talking about the 6 9 situation? 6 9 situation that you're saying these cats 
they wanna they wanna claim that they holding down the G code in their music, right? You know what I'm saying? But then they wanna also work with somebody that's snitching, telling, and all this. But the thing is, right? So, question is, when they get in the studio to make this music and they around some gangster niggas, is is this kid gonna be comfortable getting back on the scene with some true gangsters and killers, man? Is he gonna be comfortable coming out like that to record? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm saying, dog. Because when you get up he's in gonna, the studio, he's gonna, book, he's gonna book studio time with you, bro. Nah, he, he ain't welcome over here. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that over here. Yeah, fuck that. I don't give a fuck how much money. I don't, hey, I don't care. That would be crazy. You got to die with dignity. No, I was saying, like, how's he going to live? Where's he going to go? Like, what the fuck is Everybody he knows him now as, as a snitch. Yeah, but where you going to... Where, where could he possibly go? You can't... He, his He'll be music like this. Was not even impact hood. On a situation like R. Kelly, there's still fans that are diehard fans of R. Kelly. They made love to this nigga's music. Hey, they kids. I got a few kids. Music. I got a few kids with R. Kelly uh, music. You know? Right. Now, that's a different story because he been out forever and then he got caught. Oh, you got to be. You got to go through like a detachment thing with this dude because you like, man, I got to like this own him because I was owning him. You know what I can see him doing? You know what I can see him doing? The only thing I can see him doing is getting a book deal, right? And then ha- shooting a movie. You know, having, you know, tell his story and then they'll get actors to play him and shoot his movie because it's his story. That's a real good story, like from the beginning. It's a true story. Like how his dad got killed and then he. He was just a lost child that then he just gravitated to that. Cause a lot of a lot of those kids when they lose their parents, then they they go to the streets for love. And then if they, if they, whoever gives them that love, that's where they gravitate to. And then when the you money know, and then when the money started coming in, that, I feel, yeah, I, I want to speak on. I lost my pops when I was three years old, and I I just feel like on some real shit like. I had to be a man on my own. I would gravitate to older guys when I was young. I always had older friends. Even when I was like 15, 16 years old, my friends were like grown ass men with pops and houses that were like 30 and 40 years old. And they would kick knowledge to me and tell me like, yo, if I was your age again and shit and like do it like this and do it like that. That's why I like when people chop it up with me, older dudes chop it up, they'd be like, yo, you're like, Ahead of your time, man. Like you're the shit you're coming out of your mouth. That's how my but daughter. So, that's how my so, daughter gonna so be. I don't feel like. I don't feel like that. Not having a dad is an excuse. No, but but, but, but yeah, well, you, well, obviously you had a strong mother, and I'm sure you probably had aunts and abuela and all that. But out here in the trenches, bro, it's just like cutthroat. Like, it's cold. So a lot of these kids, they run to the street because they don't have no. Plus their dad's not around, the old, ain't no OGs. And then the OGs today, they're not stepping up. They're not, nah, man, them kids crazy, man. I ain't saying nothing to them motherfuckers. Those kids turn around, fuck, beat me, jump me, or shoot me. Fuck them motherfuckers. Because I talked to a few of the OGs when I see them. Like, yo, like one, one, a couple weeks ago, I see some young boys doing some dumb shit. And there was two OGs just sitting there, letting them. Like, they didn't say anything to them. 
block. Like, yo, what's up? Yo, what's going on? Yo, what's happening? Like, yo, and I, and I put them on blast. I said, yo, y'all OGs are sitting here. You can at least say something. They just need guidance. Right. They just need guidance, bro. A little love and a little guidance, bro. You know, a lot, some of them are past that, but you know, you just try. You can save one. You can save. You could. You could save one life. That'd be great. You can save somebody from going to prison for life. That'd be great. You know what I mean? Like me, when I came home, right after doing ten, when I came home, as I'm getting my, as I'm getting ready to walk out the door, then my son goes in the door. I I was gone for ten, and then he's gone for uh thirteen. 13 years. So now that's like 23 years that 23 years, you know, disconnected from my child, my son. You know what I'm saying? So I so I'm on both sides of the fence. Like especially when you start talking about murders and victims and, and murderers and you know shit like that. So I got two sides to my like my best friend was murdered, right? My right hand man, we sort of hooked y'all together. He was murdered three years ago. And then by my son Caught a, caught a body. You know, well, he t- his, his, his word was, he said to me it was self-defense, but in New Jersey, there's no self-defense law. So if you catch a body in New Jersey, you're going, you're going to prison. You're going to prison for five to seven or 13 years. It's fact. But anyway, not to go on get into all his case and everything, but so that's why I'm like, all this energy with this shit, like I could, oh, and that kid, that, and that dude, um, Adam Twenty Two, the Jumper Show. Who is this dude, bro? How the fuck is he? In, how do these clowns? How these clowns in position of the of the culture, dude? Like, who are you, dude? Like, where the fuck is you from? How do who the fuck is you to be talking about the culture, the hood, or anything about the street or prison? You know, Adam Twenty Two, that that, that po- he got a podcast on YouTube, the Jumper. Jumper, oh, okay. yeah. Well, he was just—he was, was just talking about yeah, it now. Yeah, but DJ Academic—he's a journalist, so he gives you a journalist perspective. He doesn't give you his personal opinion, like like he been there. No, he ain't about that life. He right. tell he tell you, no, not me, man. I'm a bitch ass nigga. I'm just a journalist. I'm me. I'm the media. I just yeah. be, I'm just reporting the news. You know. I remember before Nipsey passed, Nipsey said something. Him, he yeah. Said, I really don't like how that DJ Academics yeah, yeah, cause he had, like, yeah, he had a TMZ type dude. But anyway, like TMZ, they on some fuck shit too. I don't see why anybody from the culture would talk to them, bro. Culture vote. Yo, they, you know what their headline was today for that Takashi Six Nine shit? It was uh that rapper from Jersey, that skinny, skinny, skinny from the nine. They, they asked him. Yeah. What do you feel about that? He's like, oh, no, nah, he ain't good on this side. We don't do no snitching over here. Nigga, you on paperwork. Yeah. How you giving an answer? I would have been like, I would have been like, if I, if I was snitched on somebody and I'm on paperwork, I'd be like, no comment. Because <laughs> it's watch tomorrow. Tomorrow somebody going to, that shit going to be big tomorrow. With him making a statement like that. So that's why I tell I tell my kid, I tell my son, man, he, he's 11. Stay out the way, bro. Do this right here, what your daddy's doing every day. Learn from it, and then you do whatever it is you want to get into. Whether it's a camera, you want to make beats, you want to record, you want to do a podcast, you want to shoot videos or movies, do that. 
Cause them streets don't got no love for nobody, bro. Nobody, bro. Nobody. I don't give a fuck. Your best friend, your best friend, will be the one to pull the trigger. It ain't like when you with your family or with your homeboys and shit. When you out in the streets, they don't. It don't matter. It don't matter. Your life don't matter. Your life don't matter. If you ain't, if you ain't bringing nothing to the table, or you can uh, enhance their lives, then they're gonna take you out, bro. Straight like that. Just like when, like, before I came home, right? And then there was like a few OGs that was getting ready to go home before me, right? Like about four months before they may be released, and they're from North Jersey too. One was from Trenton, one was from North. He was like, they're like in their forties and shit, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, they fucking got jumped in, right? But they was Muslims too, so I was like, so I was the Imam, right? The Imam, right? And then I pulled on Sasan, like, hey yo, what the fuck? What are you doing, bro? He's like, man, listen, I see. I don't have a choice, man. My whole block is blood. If I when I go home, if I'm not down with them, I can't eat. I can't get on the block, I can't get no work, I can't do none of that. And I was like, well, damn, why you gotta go home and do that? Why you can't just go home and get a job? Like start your own business. You know what I'm saying? And he, he, they joined, bro. They joined that shit, bro. So I'm out. I never, like when I was in prison. in the jail for protection. Oh, yeah, for protection. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. They don't want to become somebody's girl, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to be somebody's bitch up in there. So be watching somebody. Get down later. Become somebody's Maytag. Be watching them motherfucking drawers and they socks. That shit is real life. Tell them, tell them. You was up in there. Yeah, I, I, I do be telling them, bro. That's what I'm telling them. Like, yo, that's not the route you want to go, bro. That's why when you hear me say my mixtapes, stay in your lane. You know, there's two sides of the street. There's the left side and the right side. Stay in your lane. Now, you got to know the consequences of your actions. So, if you want to go on the left side, join that side. That's cool. But you might make a little couple of dollars, but the reality is imprisonment. Or violence against you, or you gonna do violence against somebody else. And then when they catch you, they're gonna give you football numbers. And then that's when you got those Takashi's and everybody else who get in the. I know who I know who shot him two seven years ago. I can tell you. I know. You know they start just telling all that street info. That's why now my circle is down to zero. It's just me and my kids, bro. I cut all them goofy dudes out, bro. I don't got time to play none of them. They be checking in like, yo, what's going on, Hoodstar? You a millionaire yet? <laughs> like, nah, nigga, that's, that's what I'm grinding for every day. Not yet, but it's going to come. That's what I'm building up for. Yo, tell them, tell them, Hood, say health is wealth. Health is wealth. Hey, yo, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Hey, yo, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor Podcast. And if you don't know about it, Go get the app or go to the website. Sign up, man. Tell your story. Let, let the world hear your story, man. Anchor Podcast. And now my podcast is on all major media uh, podcast platform platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the major podcast apps or whatever you got going on. So anybody can tune in to respect the game, and you know, and I'm and I'm giving you the real. 
no fake shit. If you want to submit the questions or uh, or a topic, story right from the hood. Yeah, you can you know, turn the negative to the positive. Exactly, turn the negative to the positive. That's what I'm do- I'm doing with mine. You know, there's many days, bro, that I feel like, man, fuck this shit, bro. Fuck this all this hood dog shit. I'm gonna sell all this shit right here. Go get me a motherfucking bag and flip that shit a couple times. Yeah, I need money, bro. Fuck that. But I'd rather be sitting here hungry. You know what I mean? Not paying bills. Whatever it takes, bro. Because you know why? Because when I was locked up, you know how much I got paid a day? I got paid 56 cents. 50 cents? 56 cents a day. To, to work in the kitchen. 56 cents. Two quarters and six pennies. So I, is, so I was I was getting thirteen dollars a, a month. You gotta tell him like this, man. You gotta tell him the full scripture though, you know what I'm saying? Because you might you might be in a gym, but I guarantee you you're gonna see Hoodstar in the New York City streets with his T shirts. Yeah. Yo, he he ain't gonna be if the bills ain't getting paid and he's hungry, he's gonna be hustling though. Okay. He ain't gonna be sitting back though. No, no, no. You know I'm building saying? it up. I'm building it all up on the on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I'm building it all up on the uh, on the internet. I got everything set up to the podcast is now on major streaming. The mixtapes are oh, all on right major streaming. Yeah, and, and a hoodie, a t-shirt. Hood I got, style. I got, yeah. yeah, I got the website for the hook. You just click on the link and go get a hoodie, or a hat, or whatever. I got bomber jackets now. Go yeah. to my website. You just pick what you want. And the bomber jackets. That's, that's the shit right there. Yeah, it's on, it's on the website. I just made them, and I got... Uh, Yo, what about some pilot jackets? Like the old school with the patches on it, the pilot jacket, the leather one. You got some of those coming out? I can add them. I can add them. Yeah, I can put whatever I want on there. Yeah. I can put whatever I want on the website. And you click on it, and you order it, and then it's make it, and ship it right to your house, to your front door. Boop. With the package. Yeah, it is. Hoodstar logo on it, you know what I mean? Like that. Like this, this 2019 going to 2020, you really don't have to be out there like that, grinding with the hand in hand outside like that. Like I built the fan base, right? I mean, I built the platform. So now, all the artists who music I'm playing and who I'm supporting and promoting, then you got to get back and go to my website, go buy a hat, go get a hoodie, you know, become family like that. When I say that, I mean, don't be, you know, giving me hot air. You just want me to play your shit for free. Like, I'm a jukebox. I ain't no motherfucking jukebox. You know what I mean? I'll play your track. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Hoodstar 365 TV, and go click the link in the bio and go get a snapback. Go get a hoodie. It's hoodie season. So rock hoodie, right? Or get a a jacket. I got some dope-ass bomber jackets. I got the navy blue with the gray sleeve. Yeah, your gear is solid too, though. Like, yeah, it's dope. Because I'm picky with clothes and shit, but I'll tell you this much, yo. Anybody out there listening, Hoodstar's gear is on top. Just if you look at his logo on the hat, Hoodstar, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know you can rock that. That's official. That's Hood certified right there. Let him know, bro. So you going to hit the block with that. You might even get some clout off of that. You might get some respect. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you better be, you better be, you better have a little bit of hood in you. Tell them, tell them hood. You got to have just a little <laughs> bit of hood in you to get down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you can't be on no paperwork. Hey, yo, I had an artist. You can't be on no paperwork. I had an artist. Too. Yo. No, 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 no. You can't fuck up my brand. Hey, yo, but I had an artist, bro. Talented as hell, bro. This motherfucking kid was... This kid was sing and fucking rap, everything, bro. 
when I found out that motherfucker's on paperwork, bro, that shit hurt my motherfucking soul, bro. And I invest, I invest a lot of money in that motherfucker, man. And yo, that shit oh, broke wow. broke my heart, bro. I had to stop fucking with him, bro. It's just against my principles, bro. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you sing like Michael Jackson, nigga. I went. I did ten years for not telling. I didn't know it was cool to tell, bro. If I knew it was okay, I would have just, oh, no, 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 no. It's really not. Bro. Yo, you? you? Oh, no, he did it, bro. Anybody that's real. Anybody that's real out here, it ain't cool, man. Still, it's the same old shit. It ain't cool, man. But well, now that, like yeah, no, nah, no, nah, but now they're teaching the kids in school, you know, to tell. Say, you know, don't stay silent. Whatever you see, you tell. Yo, Hood, I remember when I was a kid, right? I grew up in a project, so they came in, the police came into the projects with one of those, like, motor vehicles, one of them big-ass vans that they take the blood in and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. They came up in the hood, and all the parents were sending their kids over, and they was fingerprinting all the kids. And then giving them stickers, you know what I'm saying? And telling them we a friend and everything. But they made sure they got their fingerprints ever since a kid. So the thing is, like, they wouldn't, if that situation happened like that, they would, they would never have your fingerprint unless you get arrested. Right. But they hitting the kids, you know, they even want your fingerprint. As a kid, they but wait till next, they, they but yo, up. but wait till next year. It's gonna be turned all the way up. The AI, it's already now. They do it secretly now, but the AI is gonna be official. It's gonna be here in the public. It's already in China. The 5G, right? 5G. Yeah, but it's, no, it's called AI technology. What it is like, as soon as you walk out your door, cause they already, they, yeah, they already got your motherfucker. Those little cameras they put up all in the hood on top of the poles, the little white cameras. They're on the turnpike, they're on the turnpike, parkway, all that shit, right? As soon as that shit picks you up, your face, I, I don't care if you're wearing a mask, bro, like a ski mask, it doesn't matter. You can put on a football helmet or whatever. It breathes right through that shit, boop, 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 and it scans your face, and it tells exactly who you are. What's your religion, when you was born, what you eat, what you don't like, is this, that, your, are you a convict, is this, your whole shit, bro. So you hip about that then, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I thought I was the only one, you know what I'm saying? No, no, it's official. I be trying to tell people, and they be like, yo, you tripping. Yo, listen, they got this new technology on the turnpike, right? When you texting and driving, right? It fucking, the cameras picks you up driving in your car when you texting and driving. It takes a picture of you texting. It takes a picture of the text. And it shows all the data, the date and the time, who you text, everything, and they mail you the ticket. They mail you the ticket for they driving. They mail you your ticket. They're texting and driving. You didn't even get a star. <laughs> That's good, because I don't Well, you get that ticket fuck in around the mail, though. Stop. You fucking around get shot in the stop, though. Go ahead, mail, mail me my ticket, bro. <laughs> Just mail me my motherfucking ticket. Bro. Yo, mail me my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> don't pull me over, motherfucker. Just mail that to me. Yo, he said that shit is safer. Yeah, that shit is safer, man. Shit, they killing us, bro. They kill. I, yeah, just, I just watched it. I just, right yeah, I just watched this thing on um the Chicago man. Well, Chicago, Chicago's like Beirut, but anyway, 
they're out there doing raids and they're raiding the wrong houses, bro. Like whoever says, oh, yeah, yo, any anybody can say, yo, yo, officer, my man right there, I was just talking to him on the live. Yo, he's selling dope and he got guns in the house. Like they're not even investigating. Like, all right, let's send somebody for a couple months, make a couple sales. Nah, they were like, what? On that house? I'll get a warrant, sign it, and they go and kick the door in. Well, so far they went into uh, 2,700 people's houses on a, a, a wrong address, wrong person. Yeah, well, they're suing. All the people are suing. Of course, they're going to get a check, but still. Imagine one of your kids gets shot over, the, they come into a wrong address. Or, or even you getting shot. It goes down like that, hood. It's cold out here in these streets, man. Where you at? Where you at? Where you live at? Technology. I'm on the Beantown, Roxbury. Oh, that's right. You're in Boston. Yeah. Yo, uh, shout out to uh, my man in Boston, uh, Carl, Carl Thomas. His name was, I believe that was his name, Carl Thomas. He was my buddy uh, when I was in the Army. He was, I was in the Army, too, and he, we, he, was, he was from Boston. Yeah, he was Daryl, too. So, yeah. yeah, salute, hood starter soldier, official, yeah, I'm a vet. trained in all that. Yeah, I'm a vet, bro. Infantry, man, straight killer, bro. Shoot, I hit you a, a thousand meters away. Hit you straight center mass, bro. Expert. Damn, between yeah. the eyes. Wherever you want it, bro. The nose, the ears. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you want it, bro. I, I put it My there. My nigga, who's <laughs> Yo, he said I get him, nigga. Wherever you want it. <laughs> yeah, bro. So that's why, like, I got a story to tell. So that's why I started the podcast to get the information out so these young kids can hear it. And they said, nah, I ain't doing that shit, bro. Y'all remember this one time it was it was it was this one kid he, and when he came on the um when he came to our building, right? And then everybody was like, Oh shit, that's him. Ooh, ooh, he's the leader. He was, it was like a big buzz about this dude. And then whatever he said, everybody's jumping. And the bloods, whatever he said, I was jumping. But he was skinny, but he was known for that work on the streets. And then he said something slick to one of them COs. Threatening one of them, whatever. Dog, I've never seen a human being be beat the way that man was beat, bro. We never seen him again. Yo, when they, they beat him so severely that he was crying like an infant, bro. Like, not crying like, huh, huh, like in pain. That nigga was crying like an infant. Like, <laughs> like that, bro. And it was just blood everywhere. Then they drug him out and fucking. Then I don't know. If they killed him Yo, or. You know about the five G that they setting up. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, this country, U.S., they in competition with China, trying to see which one's gonna set it up first. China. They already or the did. United States. They in a race. But China, China's past five G. They on. They on six G now. That's the AI. They they got that shit. The whole country, but now the the, the people the, the people. Yet, yo. yo. Does this five G that they doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, just this, that's the top shit. Yeah, yeah, no. Yo, but I'm talking about the AI. Know. What I'm telling you is that they, 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 
There are people. They don't they're, know they're, how advanced this 5G is gonna be. They they haven't even tested it or nothing. They just rolling it out because that's what they coming with is military technology. Yeah, no, it's already in China. And look, the people we they, they're rebelling and they already started rioting. They they want their rights and they want to be they want to be uh, uh diplomacy. They want to be diplomat like us. Democracy, I mean, they want a democracy. Democracy. They want democracy, so they they're fucking having a big ass fucking revolt over there right now. They, you know they stepping up. They don't want yo. You don't have no privacy over there at all, bro. They even watch you while you taking a shit. You can't even beat your meat, bro. You beat your meat, man. I know somebody watching me. They do that shit here now too. Like right now, I'm on live. I'm on my computer's running, all that. They're listening to the conversation. But I, but we're at a time now, 2019, that it has to be like that, bro. Because what happened? You gotta also drop this in there too, right? Like they listening to everything going on in the in the radio waves. Everything, don't matter who you are. Right, right, right. Right. They listening anyway. But the thing is, that AI system, that artificial intelligence. For y'all that don't know what we're saying, AI, that artificial intelligence system. That is what's listening. Right. So after the system red flags you so much, then that actual officer will pick up on that line. And then they come knock on your well, door. Overall, they listening to everybody through the AI system. No, and as they should. Some people don't even get red flagged because they ain't saying nothing. Not like me. I ain't saying nothing like that. I don't know. I'm not. I love my country. Um, and I'm not. Listen, I've been around the world and I've seen how those other people, how they live in those countries. I'm not complaining, bro. I'm I'm good. I'm look. I'm free to do this. This is a dream. Like over there, they don't have this. They don't have anything, bro. When I went to Korea, when I went to fucking Panama, when I went to Thailand, when I went to motherfucking Japan, you know all these countries that I went to, they're like third world countries, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, I'm talking about late '80s and uh, mid '90s, but. I'm over here, look, I'm not a millionaire, not like that, but I got a roof over my head, I got a studio, got a mic, internet, lights, camera, action, all this shit. Over to them, it's like, that'd be a dream for them to be able to have this, so I don't take none of this for granted. That's why I serve, you know, so we have the freedom to speak when we want to speak on, and we can communicate, and we can build, and whatever. I'm not, a, I'm not about that revolting against the government and all that other dumb shit, nah. If you want change, then we have to change within ourselves. You got to make that change yourself. Within yourself first, and then people see you like, oh, no, nah, he not on that bullshit. Yo, what do you got going on? Oh, I want to do something like that too, bro. Fuck this. I'm going to do that. What he doing? All right. Lead by example. Right. You know, when I was a kid, my role models were niggas that's on the street getting money. I used to see them in them nice cars, thick jewelry on, a whole lot of money, and a whole bunch of women around them. I should be like, dang. Like my cousin, he was a he was a, he was a he was a major player in the projects in Newark. That's why I was born and raised. And he had all this fucking money, bro. And I was like, damn, man, when I grow up, I wanna do that shit too. Man. I'm gonna get money, man. Fuck that, man. You know what I mean? And I caught my first case when I was ten. Selling weed. Oh, I was I was selling weed. <laughs> I was selling weed in school. <laughs> I was selling weed in school, and I got caught in the bathroom stall 
uh, rolling up. I was rolling up joints. That's what the little white boys used to smoke joints. Yeah, so that caught me my first kick. But I, that's what I, that's what I was taught. That's what I was around. Basically, what I was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you know, you learn after a couple of cases. This is the last case. I was like, nah. You know what I mean? Change your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, like I said, you either make money, you get robbed, did you, you, get, oh, you get shot. Huh? Did you get spiritual in your time? Did you like tell us about how you advanced with your inner being? Oh yeah, like yeah, I was talking about that earlier. I um, when I went in there, you know, negativity gonna always come at you, and that's nice to walk around, meet people. That's all they ever talked about was that when they get out, they're gonna do the shit better. They're not gonna get caught this time. They're gonna sell hundred keys and a thousand guns and all this bullshit, right? And then I was like, "Yo, fuck that, man. That's not the conversation I want to have, bro." Um, but I'm gonna do when I go home. I told him twice. I always tell him, "When I go home, bro, I'm gonna start a record label, bro." He said, "Record label?" I was like, "Yeah." And I started. What's it gonna be called? It's gonna be called Hood Star Entertainment. He's like, "Man, this fucking old man is crazy, bro. Are you down playing, bro? I'm dead ass serious, bro." So then I started meeting them. I was like, oh, shit, you know how to rap? And then I started having a cypher. I said, oh, shit. Where you from, yo? I'm from Jersey City. Yo, write your name on the paper right here, man. Give me your, give me your address and your Jersey, number. Shout out to Jersey City. Shout out to Jersey City. Lit. I know. Shout out to Jersey I like City. It out there, yeah. So then I took his name. Then another kid from Trenton. I took his name, wrote it down. Then whoever would rap and sing, I wrote it down. And there was a kid from um, Asbury Park who wrote... Um, he wrote a hit record. Uh, Jaheem. Jaheem hit song. He wrote that record. Yeah. He wrote that record, and everybody knew him in the prison, and they let him have his organ with him because he was he was he was dope that kid. I got all that information, blah, 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 and I was like, "Yo, I'm telling you, bro. But when you get out, bro, yo, I got like five more years to go, bro. But when I get out, bro, I'm telling you, I'm gonna hit y'all, man. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna reach out to y'all, bro, for real. All right, bro." That's what I did when I got out, and then you know, because I put that in the air, right? I put that shit in the air, and that's how it goes. Whatever you put in the universe, it comes to you, whether it's good or bad. Like six nine, when he's going around saying, "You gonna suck my dick? Fuck out of here, pussy! Niggas ain't gonna do shit, nigga. You gotta touch me, man. What the fuck? What? Yeah. When you put that aura out like that, that energy, that shit come to you. It does." What's he doing right now? Who? Six nine? Six nine. He's probably eating this, a steak with filet mignon with fucking mushrooms and peppers and he's in PC, bro. You know, he's a he's the champion now. He done he done jumped the fence to the blue side. They put him on, huh? So they eating that's how I was when I was in prison too. You had like the CEOs used to be there but and then they be playing cards and all that and then you had the inmates that were the seals let them like after hours when the kitchen was closed, like after six o'clock, seven o'clock. And they used to let a couple of them, I guess, trustees, whoever the fuck they were. But they claimed to be gangsters and shit. But they were in there cooking. They were getting food for themselves, of course. But the seals used to bring the food, like steaks, rice and beans, and all that. But thorns and shit like that. But they used to cook it for them. They used to eat too. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I was like, you know what? They were like, yo, 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 big moves. You want you want to eat, bro? Come on. I was like, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm about to eat these two crackheads right here. I'm gonna make me a one on. I'm good. <laughs> Fuck out of here. 
<laughs> hey, yo, you got to start sending me beats, bro, so I can add it to the podcast. Yo, look, 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 because this is what I do. I'm giving artists the opportunity to submit their tracks or beats, and then during the podcast, like now, I'm recording. I'm recording the podcast right now. So you're gonna be right on. The, now. So you're gonna be on my podcast. Yeah. Bird. Bird. This is episode eight. Okay. And what I do is I put your record, and it be uh, it's low, but it's playing though. You'll hear it playing. And what that does is you get streaming for it. You know what I mean? So you can submit it to your publishing. If you got publishing, right? You submit it. Like, yo, my beat is, is being played on this podcast, episode eight. And that shit is streaming forever. It don't matter where that person is around the world. They click on it, and they hear the first couple sentences, and they get, oh, shit, what's this guy talking about? Oh, oh hell yeah, I'm going to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm doing for the artist. This is another avenue. Like I was making the mixtapes, how I'm making the mixtapes, right? And the same shit with the podcast, the same shit with the clothes, the same shit with the promo. Whatever I got going on, I want it's all hip hop. It's the culture. I want the music on it. I want beats on it. I want artists like and then you people like you, you're a producer. They get a get a rapper, come on my podcast like that. Wait till you see the guests I'm gonna have more. I got so many beats. What's well, that? Shit is retarded. Start sending like, sending like you send like ten in a clip. Like if I if I said yo I got an artist bro, listen send your beat to this artist. Wherever you send your beats out to artists, this is how you're gonna beat the curve or get ahead of the curve because everybody's doing that make beats is all doing the same shit. Like nah, alright I make beats. Uh, you want buy you want buy my beat? I'll lease you my beat. This and that. Nah, listen, this is how you this is how you beat everybody else. Like yo you an artist? Alright listen, what's your email bro? I got you. And send a, a clip. You send ten at a time. All right, those ten beats. Whatever you come up with, you gotta let me know. And then you, if you only do two songs out of the ten, three songs, whatever it is, and then I will send you the the paperwork where you gotta agree that it's leased or you owned it or whatever. If it's leased, you got six months to use it or a year to use them, whatever. You can only put it on mixtape. You, you can only put yeah, whatever your agreement is, right? And then. Because that's gonna motivate the artist too. Like, oh shit, and they're gonna go in, right? And that's how you get good music. That's what that kid, Z- um, Zaytoven did. You know, Zaytoven, the Godfather yeah, of trap Zaytoven. music. Yeah, that's what he did. Watch his interview. He said, "Man, when I first started, and I was going out to the clubs and watching, going to these showcases, and that, he said, I, I, I used to print out a hundred CDs a month, and I put ten beats on all the CDs, ten beats." And clip, right? And then uh, whenever dope artists I seen at the showcase, I handed him a CD and told him to create. You can play it, play it, play it a little bit, play it. Like, just don't let it be real loud. You can play, play it. it. Play it so I can hear it. Uh, It'll be on the podcast. Right can't, can't hear it. Oh. All right, so look, so that was episode eight of the podcast. So uh, this this podcast has been brought to you by Anchor Podcast, and shout out to Fila Fila Holland Hoodstar Three Six Five TV, so we can get that sponsorship going because we going global with this man. I got a story to tell, whole lot of information, whole lot of wisdom, and I've been to hell and back five times, man. All right. So with that being said, let's turn 
negative to positive and uplift one another and let's build, man. Going to prison or going to the grave when it's not your time is definitely not the move. All right? So, look, you know, if you want to donate, you can go ahead and donate to the podcast and hit up the email, uh, uh, PayPal at hoodstar.brand at gmail.com. That's H-O-O-D-S-T-A-R-T-H-E-B-R-A-N-D. Hoodstar.brand at gmail.com. PayPal. You know, all donations are welcome uh, and all that. Get the merch. Go to www.hoodstartthebrand.com and we got merch from for everybody. From extra small all the way up to 5X. All items. Hoodies, jackets, t-shirts, hats, socks. They got all kind of stuff on the website. We got a women's collection and the Hoodstar uh, the brand collection. So when you click on it and the menu bar drops down, you're going to see where it says Women's collection, where it's just all women things, and then you click on the one that says "Hooked Up the Brand," and that's all the items, all the products that we got on the website. So please go ahead and support, and go ahead, go ahead and get you some merch, and donate so we can move and keep continue moving forward because this is a movement. Hooked Up, Hooked Up the Brand, the overall brand, the label, the merch, the media, the TV, the. Uh, the uh, photo shoots, videos, and all that, video production, and digital pro- promo. If you need digital promo, if you're an artist or you're a business, and you want to increase sales, you want inc- you know, to increase your attention to the masses, then most definitely you need promo. You must invest in yourself and in your business. All right? So with that being said, God bless to all. Stay positive. Love one another. I'm saying what my man Chick always like. Love one another. And... But it's real shit. Let me stay positive and let's love and let's build, bro. Let's stop hating and killing each other. Let's, let's figure it out. All right? So with that, I'm Ali, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. And please share.